This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Live and local in the morning from 6 to 9, covering all of your favorite teams with analysis and opinions to carry you through the morning on the Blitz 1170 and streaming live on the Blitz 1170 app. We want to hear from you. Tweet slash X us at the Blitz 1170 or the text line is always open at 918-262-5072. Now it's time for the Morning Blitz. Here's Rick Corey. Well, that's another weekend that went by in a hurry. Good morning and welcome in. It is Monday and it is 6 a.m. I know, 6 (laughs) a.m. Hey, don't worry, though. It's not bad outside. It looks like that right now today isn't so awful. We're going to have, well, we'll be up near 60, as a matter of fact, today. It's our authority, 39 degrees, so it's not awful outside. A little misty out there, a little bit of fog in downtown Tulsa. Not as bad as it was back when we lived in London just a few <laughs> a few days ago. Or actually, a little bit last week and some of the week before. But still, not a bad way to start your morning or your day. And a weekend full of all kinds of kind of fun activities and a couple of things that we're kind of sad, too. A lot of college basketball and the um, the Pro Bowl. Well, what passes is the Pro Bowl, the skills competition, which we had some good results in. Actually, I don't know if you watched any of it. I'm Rick Corey. Bryce Hulse is in the next room. Did you watch any of it? I was able to catch some of it. Um, Anything not, entertaining you watched? I liked the portion that when when they were doing like all the fun stuff, the, the portion of them ha- like golfing and everything, that's one of the ones that I really liked because it's just, it's Nearest just different, yeah. you know? And you, you know, these guys, of course there was a time as we talked the other day to Gene Barrett, you know, the NFL, mm-hmm. the former Niner, there was a time when it, when guys like that came home, they had to, have, they had to work, they had regular jobs. Yeah. These guys' job is to continue to be in shape to play football. But most of them also have lots and lots of money and get a chance to do whatever they'd like to do. And so they spend a lot of time golfing, and you can tell there are some pretty good athletes. And you know, mm-hmm. the old, the old, um, the old thought that if you're a really good athlete, you can play anything, isn't necessarily true. Uh, there are some you know, Lance Armstrong, who yes, I understand the doping and all that kind of stuff. But even before that, he was marvelously talented. I was around Lance when he was 15 and 16 years old when he was here in Tulsa to do the triathlons. Interviewed him a couple of times. As a matter of fact, my first time was when he was 15, and he was uh, he was he and I sat at River Parks at what used to be a little uh, little park bench there that's been torn down for the restaurant that's out there now. And we were right there uh, doing our app, doing my old sports show, and had him for about an hour. And he was a fascinating and a little bit arrogant young man, even at 15 years old. But he always said, I suck at ball sports. I mean, he couldn't do any of that kind yeah. of thing. A lot of these guys are really good at both. I like the uh, the fun catch competition. They were on jet skis mm-hmm. being pulled by things and flipping off, you know, flipping off stuff into a lake and all kinds of things. I thought the punt catching was fun. You know, put one between your legs, moving around. They had, you know, it was that was a good time. And the skills competition for quarterbacks was really interesting. Won by Baker Mayfield. Uh, in the final against C.J. Stroud, and it's not it's not just who won because it's really cool that Baker Mayfield won. And by the way, he was the offensive MVP. It's not just that, but it's also who didn't do well in those. And I'll I'll run those down for you. But at the end of all of it, one of the broadcasters jumped up and threw, and I'll let you know how he did as well. <laughs> Fun weekend. There was also there was a Gus Johnson slip up this weekend. I don't know if you heard it or not. Ooh. And I say slip up. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to beep it. So I was just getting ready to work on it. I've been here since 410. Of course. A- and you know what? It's ridiculous that I'm still not done. <laughs> but there's just so much to do. There was so much to record and get ready. We're going to hear a little bit from Mike Boynton. Big win for the Cowboys, which everybody wrote them off after Bryce went down with mm-hmm. the shoulder. Everybody uh, just wrote them off. You know, the labrum tear, which I don't think we ever even explained on Friday. If you don't know what that is, it's a tendon that kind of helps your shoulder stay together. Uh, mm-hmm. And and when he, when you tear the labrum in there, the shoulder won't stay in place. So they popped it back in and it kept coming out. Oof. Now, first of all, putting it back in, yeah. I have seen and heard that happen uh, to young people. And it, I've seen the faces and I've heard the screams mm-hmm. and uh, no thank you. Uh, so just putting it back in to begin with, and then you realize, yeah, it won't stay. So that is likely a season-ending thing, and everybody wrote them off, and I'll be darned, they go and beat a decent Kansas State game, uh, team, pardon me. And remember what we said about Oakland playing at UCF? Be careful. Yeah. UCF right. at UCF is proving they're not going to go gently into that good night. They've beaten Kansas. Now they've beaten Oklahoma. They win. 
Tulsa just got blown out, just hammered. But it's yeah. you know it's Florida Atlantic. Mm-hmm. Uh, ORU won though, and Arkansas played horrible basketball. As a matter of fact, my mother-in-law called my wife on Saturday and said, "Why are the Hogs playing so bad?" <laughs> mother-in-law had to vent a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because trust me, she watches. She's yeah. a good fan. She watches Tulsa because of us. She watches Arkansas because that's where they live, and they, you know, that's their family and their and their like kind of thing. And then they she watches A and M because of Delaney, and mm-hmm. she watches Florida because one of you know one of my uh, nieces, the oldest niece uh, Kelsey went to Florida and is a Florida grad. Okay, so she watches Florida basketball, and you know, so she watches as much uh, all those things she can. Well, she called partially because she wanted to bitch about Arkansas not playing well, but she also called. <laughs> this is funny. This is so classic for people this age. If this has ever happened to you, and I'm sure it has, 918-262-5072, our neuropathy treatment clinic of Oklahoma text line. She called to say, hey, I, I, our cable's out. And, and Christine said, well, I, I didn't know that if you called or anything. No, what do we do? <laughs> and she said, well, you've got to call them. And she said, well, is it the cable or the Internet? Well, <laughs> well we're, you know, we're not there. I, mean, I don't know which is out. <clears throat> Can you use your Internet right now? No. Okay, well, is that tied to the cable? I don't know. <laughs> so it's one of those, you know. <clears throat> I, Let's talk it, through it. it. Yes, right. And it, pro- <laughs> it probably, you know, not just people of an older age do that. Probably oh, yeah. anybody might who just didn't, you know, wasn't up on it or whatever. But, you know, Paul, her husband, and my father-in-law, Christine's dad, um, was upstairs asleep. She didn't want to go wake him up. So she just <laughs> called Christine, hey, what's wrong with my cable? <laughs> She couldn't. Christine said, "What are you going to do the rest of the day?" They're both retired. Uh, mm-hmm. Paul has some health issues. You know, they don't get around an awful lot. They don't leave an awful lot. They go to church and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't get out much. Um, and what are we going to do? I don't know. Uh, what am I going to watch? <laughs> <laughs> At any rate, uh, so in the middle of all that, she's talking about how Arkansas didn't play very well, and they did not. They did not. The Thunder did. Mm-hmm. They wanted two overtimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some good World Cup news. If you like World Cup, you're going to be able to see, see games in Dallas and Kansas City including a semi in Dallas, I think a quarterfinal in Kansas City. Uh, there's bad news for Patrick Mahomes. His dad was arrested again for DUI, third time, $10,000 bail this time in Tyler, Texas, and he looks at two to ten years right yeah. now, which likely, when I mean, who knows, likely won't happen. There's a way that kind of thing can get worked out. We'll see. Uh, and once you go talk about the Pro Bowl, but that's not, that's not all. I've got the Gus Johnson sound, but again, I'm going to have to go beat that. <laughs> Did you hear the comments uh, Cam Newton made on Brock Purdy? Yes. And then did you see Brock Purdy's response? No. All right. I have seen this on social media. Now, seeing it on social media doesn't mean anything. As a matter of fact, I've seen lately some very scary deep fake stuff. Mm. Uh, and, and, And one of them, I will at least give them credit for the account said, this is fake, this is AI, but look what right. you can do. And yeah. they like and, have fun with it, but they're very clear that it's fake. Well, I would I don't know if it's even I don't even know if I even call this fun with it. Maybe they're mm. just trying to show you the danger that we're facing Ooh. going forward. But it, it was Mahomes and it was about and and now because I'm looking at fifteen things, I'm forgetting the guy the guy that they the the the, the, the player the Chiefs ruled out against wouldn't let play uh, ruled out in the uh, conference championship game. Kadarius Tony. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Kadarius Tony, who had said, "Hey, that's fake. I'm okay." Yeah, right. And he was complaining, and the Chiefs were were fighting back and forth. So they had Mahomes at a post news conference. At the, I mean, it's him in the post game news conference. But instead of just answering questions, they had Mahomes saying, "Here's why he was out," and then just lighting into him. Mm. And you can, there, you know, it's deep fake for a lot of reasons, including some of the curse words in there, which I've never heard Mahomes say anything like. Of course, we watch them in public, and so you just don't see that very often. But I don't even hear or read anything about him being that way. Right. Uh, and it was, it was really um, very caustic. I mean, it wasn't Patrick Mahomes. And then they did the same thing with Andy Reid. And mm. it was, it was dangerous, in my opinion. Okay. Well, there's some deep fake stuff on here too, and um, so I, I don't know whether or not this is what Brock Purdy really said, but I'll mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know what it was anyway because I just hope it was. Yeah, <laughs> I'll turn. I'll I'll just say that. We'll look into it. Yeah, I've got some other fun. I got some great notes uh, of just things here and there. Uh, did you see? Did you watch any of the Grammys? I didn't. Okay. 
So Bryce is probably the only 26-year-old in the world who didn't watch any of the Grammys. <laughs> and I'm not – hey, look, I'm not, I'm not telling you you're wrong. No, 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 I got you. It, it, I, there's only, like, one part that I wish I would have seen. That was Fast Car? Yes. Okay, I recorded it. So oh, we have some pieces to play. Uh, that was Luke Combs and Tracy Chapman. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she has become a recluse. She's, she hasn't performed live since 2009. Yeah. Uh, and so it was having her come out to, to perform was a big deal to begin with. Uh, and I did not watch much because, again, we're having – how do I even put this? I've always been really honest with my audience about my daughter's condition, about Lindsay's condition, which started when she was four. She's 39 years old. Let me just say we're losing the fight. And it gets harder and harder every day. And it's some of the things we can't do – well, I, she can't be alone much, really almost not at all. And it's it, – so I don't want to get into a lot more because I'll get emotional. But I, I will say that it, in the evenings especially, when we're around together, I we do whatever we can to just let her do what she wants to do. So, you know, if she wants to watch something on television, we let her watch that. We let her pick what we – a lot of that we, we do. Yeah. You know, and during the day too, you know, when we're at, going around doing other things. Because, again, at this time of year when it's very unusual for me not to have something to do – I, 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 did, I put off all our dive classes. We normally would do a lot of being cool, pool and classroom sessions right now. And we're not doing those because I, I just don't have the time. And my other instructor travels a lot. And, and uh, he's retired and very well off. And, and God bless him. He's a great dude. But he travels a lot. And I'm not going to stress him. Mm-hmm. So we haven't done as much. So we've had a little bit extra time. So we do a lot of house cleaning and things like that or whatever. And let her do a lot of those things. So last night, she didn't want to do that. She wanted to do something different. You know, mm-hmm. And that's fine. So I didn't get a chance to watch much. I tried to follow her on social media, though, especially because we had a lot of Oklahomans, you know, who were, who yeah. were getting things. So I... I kind of got a chance to see some of that on social media. So I did see that. And I thought it was really cool. So I recorded that. We'll have some Carl Weathers we'll talk about here today. There's a really uh, inter- there was a fun moment uh, last night uh, or this weekend in college basketball that had to do with an actor you'll know of. Cliff Kingsbury has switched gears. We'll tell you where he's going to go. Uh, Oklahoma Gymnastics continuing to kill people. Got the good news for Oklahoma and recruiting classes going forward. And Warren Sapp has some comments about Cam Newton after what he said about Brock Purdy. And then Bill Belichick took out a full-page ad in the Boston Globe thanking Patriots fans, Wow, which I thought was really cool. I guess as he figures he's going to sit around this year with not much to do, he'd be nice about it. So we'll get into all those things. Plus, 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 a really neat moment from Buzz Williams. He's the head coach at uh, Texas A&M who got a win over the weekend. But at in that game, a student hit a half-court shot. Ooh. And we see those half-court shots, and it was a young lady, and she she walked out there like she owned the place, <laughs> knew exactly what she would, she was going to do. Waiting for that moment. Absolutely. <laughs> and she she banked it off the glass, and the place went crazy. It was full anyway. It was a great, was a great night there. I, we watched a little bit of that over the weekend because, of course, Delaney had texted, hey, I'm on the way. Somebody gave me a free ticket. And, and she goes to everything. She was at women's basketball last night. She's going to track this week. She's going to tennis again when it starts. Tulsa's down there in, in I believe, it's softball all weekend. She's going to that, mm. going to all that stuff, living her best life as she's finishing up her <laughs> phd and so she was uh, she was there so we tuned in christine always wants to see see if she can find her you know in the yeah. crowd yeah it's you know there's like oh 14,000 good luck but um <laughs> she she always watches and watch this kid hit the half court shot and afterwards buzz williams was mad about something but not about what you're probably thinking it was mm. And did something I thought was really cool. We'll get into all that. Plus, coming up today at 730, really happy to do this. And, you know, sitting there this weekend, and I looked at our calendar and went, oof, we got we to get moving. And I thought, you know what I want to do? I want to talk to somebody from the sellout crowd, folks. And I will explain more about what that is in a moment because we're, we're already behind. Uh, <laughs> but I want to get into that. We're going to have Garen Emig this morning at 730. And Garen now, formate the world, used to be a radio host here many years ago. Uh, I thought he was fantastic on the radio. I think he's a wonderful writer, too. Mm-hmm. And he was part of all that, you know, bloodletting at the Tulsa world, which I just still, I mean, I understand, but I don't understand. Uh, and we're going to have him at 730. We're going to talk about all the things they're doing. But I want to talk about what they're doing at Sellout Crowd, too, which I thought was, I think it's really cool. And I'm telling yeah. you. They're doing it the good old-fashioned way. And you know, I was listening to Mike Boynton's news conference at Kansas State, and then who did I hear? Barry Trammell, mm-hmm. who's now with the sellout crowd group. Yeah. You know, And then I'm listening to the news conference in, in, uh, at UCF, and I'm hearing one of the sellout crowd. They're traveling. They're everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And they're doing it. I mean, that's, that's the way this should be done, mm-hmm. not by that thing that says wire report. 
You know, mm-hmm. and I know it's expensive. I know it's hard, but if it's worthwhile, it's worthwhile. Now we're going to ask, we'll talk to Garen about that. And we'd love to have some of those folks on just every now and then. So we'll do that at 730 this morning and plus all the other stuff. Now, the most important thing of all is that we need you at 918-262-5072. That's our neuropathy treatment clinic of Oklahoma text line to be a part of this as well. I saw a text that had to come late in the show on Friday, but I've got to read it. <laughs> and we'll do that a little bit later on. Always get to it. Yeah. Plus, plus I have to have your comment. You know, all the people who just went, Oklahoma State's done, and here we are. They win a game. Are they going to win the Big 12? No, I don't think so. Are they going to win the tournament? Hell, I don't know. I mean, who knows who gets hot at the right and wrong time? It's really unlikely because this is a meat grinder of a league. But I think that's just a great moment for those kids, and especially after what happens. So we'll get into all that today here on the Blitz 1170. He's Bryce Hulse. I'm Rick Corey. We're in the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio. Remember, anytime they're home on a Sunday like they just were, you get a chance to skate on the ice with the players after the game. We call it Sunday Fun Day. Take your family down there, rent skates, or bring your own. Every time they're home on a Sunday comes to you from the Oilers and the Blitz 1170. Don't look now, but the Blitz is on TikTok. Follow along at the Blitz 1170. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. Tomorrow night, the Oklahoma State Cowboys will have a big opportunity in Houston as they take on the fourth-ranked Cougars. As Rick was just saying, the Pokes are coming off a 75-72 victory over Kansas State, their second conference win in three games after initially starting 0-6. Javon Small had 18. Freshman Jamiron Keller had 12 off the bench. The 23rd-ranked Oklahoma Sooners will be hosting 22nd-ranked BYU tomorrow night at the LNC. The Sooners came up short on Saturday in Orlando against UCF, 74-63. The Sooners shot 37% from the field. Latre Darthard led the team with 14. And the Tulsa Golden Hurricane will host North Texas on Wednesday night. Tulsa's coming off a 102-70 blowout loss at 20th-ranked FAU. P.J. Haggerty led the team with 25, and Kobe Williams added 16. That's the Winter World of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Olson, the Boots 1170 and streaming on the Boots 1170 app. Blitzing up your mornings. This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? You can always join in by texting us at 918-262-5072. That's our Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line. We would love to have you on it. Not a bad week coming up here. We're about 40 degrees right now in Tulsa. We'll be near 60 today over that Tuesday, Wednesday. And then look at Thursday and Friday. 72 on Thursday, 67 on Friday, according to Alan Crone. Then it takes a downturn again on the weekends. But, hey, it's the weekend. You can stay inside if you like. Bryce Hulse in the next room. I am Rick Corey coming up at 7.30 this morning. We'll have Garen Emig with the sellout crowd. And um, we'll have them explain that whole thing, too, because <laughs> the first time this was announced, if you will, quote-unquote announced, there were billboards in Oklahoma City that said Barry Trammell's a sellout. sellout. Yeah. Well, if you've not known Barry Trammell, or you probably know who he is. If you're a sports fan, you probably know. Barry's a, a long, 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 long-time sports writer. Worked at the Daily Oklahoman for years. Um, and a wonderful dude. He's a cousin of Jimmy Trammell. Uh, who you know from the still works in the Tulsa world, yeah. and he does. It was formerly in sports. Used to travel with us a lot. Jimmy and I have been on a lot of car trips together uh, to cover games. Uh, and he, of course, now had gone from sports to pop culture, if you will, and that kind of thing. And a hell of a writer. And one, actually, I think Jimmy's Jimmy's so interesting. It's ridiculous how good he is. He asks questions no one would ever think of. And that's mm-hmm. kind of just who he is. Yeah. But Barry's a fantastic writer. He's a fantastic guy too. And so when you first see that, you know, sometimes people get mad at uh, sports guys <laughs> a lot. And I understand. If you're a fan and you hear someone say something they believe about your team that's not positive, really easy to be mad about it and sure. be mad at that person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There take, was a, take it personally, right? Yeah. Oh, no. You No, no. You really shouldn't. There was a long but, but, time. But I'm saying it happens, though. Oh, God, yes. There was a time. <laughs> I hope that time's over. One particular fan base in the state just hated me. I mean, they would get on their message boards when message boards were still a thing. That's before social media. And they would get on their message boards and roast me, hated me. And, you know, because I broadcast Tulsa games, many times other fan bases believe that that's all you care about. Well, I do care, but I care about the others, too. I think I've proven that through the years, actually. But they... This one fan base did, and may still. I hope not. But, boy, they would roast me constantly. So I thought, oh, no, somebody's after Barry when I, when I saw the billboard and heard about the billboard. And then it, you know, the, it's kind of we slowly found out, no, that's not what it's about. It's about something that's completely different, if you will. And selloutcrowd.com is their website. And, you know, you'd think, well, 
you guys do this for a living. Why would you be promoting them? Because well, I've always believed that a rising tide raises all ships. If they interest more people in sports, it interests everybody, and that's good yeah. for us. So I've, I'm really happy they're doing well. At least it seems they're doing well. We'll have Garen explain the whole thing. Uh, they've got a whole lineup of people who are there. Jenny Carlson's over there now. Garen Emig, as I mentioned. Barry Trammell, who I think's I think Barry's one of the best writers ever in the state. I think mm-hmm. Jimmy is as well. So, and I think Garen is too. So we'll, yeah. we'll get we'll get from with all of them. Anyway, we'll do all that today here on the Blitz eleven seventy. And, and Bryce had made a couple of notes, and I saw this one too. And I actually have the audio from it, although I don't know that it's it's that big a deal. Uh, and that audio is what happened in the Auburn game the other night. Explain that. So Auburn was at Mississippi, I believe. Uh, they're facing Mississippi, and there's an Auburn player that dives near the court side to save a ball, throws it back mm-hmm. in. And, you know, sometimes, yeah, you kind of fall into the fans a mm-hmm. little bit and, uh, you know, just kind of making sure everybody's okay or yep. whatever. Well, the courtside seats right yeah, there. Yeah, the courtside seats. As the Auburn player is getting up, somebody who's kind of, you know, pushing him, not pushing keeping necessarily, him from keeping, keeping him from falling off. Thank you. Uh, he grabs the player a little bit by the on the bottom of his jersey. Mm-hmm. And that player is... Uh, Johnny Moore or Johnny Johnny Broom, excuse me, mm-hmm. Johnny Broom of Auburn, and he, he swipes away at the fan really fast. You know, mm-hmm. someone's grabbing me, turns around, swipes him, and it's Morgan Freeman. <laughs> and you can just see the immediate switch from "get your hands off me" to "oh, oh, sir, I'm sorry, how are you doing?" and, and shakes his hand. Mm-hmm. And I love it because it's like I see a little bit both sides. I think it's kind of funny. That, you know, oh, I'm sorry, you're one of the most famous people that I could even think of, so let, let me, you know, apologize really quick. But but also, Morgan needs to watch out for that, grabbing the jersey like yeah. that. I mean, when they don't know who you are, they can get pretty slappy. So, But I, I just, I love the reaction there of just the switch. Immediately, too. I mean, yeah, it just, without even, it's almost unconscious without uh-huh. even thinking about it, just, oh. You you were you were great in Shawshank, you know, just <laughs> something. <laughs> and who knows what they know him from? But yeah. yes, absolutely. It, it I saw the video too and thought it was really funny. And I also thought, just like you, why in the hell did you grab him? Yeah, I mean, I mean holding him, I get it. But why did you mm-hmm. grab him? That I didn't get. Maybe it was just some instant reaction. Heck, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was nefarious in any way. You know, he just did it. <laughs> Even how famous Morgan is, he still wants moments where it's like, hey, come on, notice who I am. You know? <laughs> well, maybe no. that's what it was. I, don't, I, 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 <laughs> I doubt, doubt it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it was more. I, I don't know why, but he, he did. And the kid slapped. And you know, I I also understand the slap. Yeah, I do too. It, you know that you don't want somebody grabbing onto you, and especially in this day and age where fans can do crazy things. Yeah. So you know him slapping him and turning around, but you're right. He looked at him wholly <clears throat> and immediately is over there apologizing. My bigger question is why was Morgan Freeman at an Ole Miss Auburn game? <laughs> That's that was my immediate thought too. Was when I saw the clip more than I recognized who the teams were. I was like, okay, it's not an NBA game, and mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out what the court looked like. I mean. We need to figure out where Morgan's from originally. Maybe if he has uh, some roots down there. Yeah, I, I don't know. And, you know, a lot of times in those situations, for instance, that part of the country, specifically Atlanta, but that part of the country has become <clears throat> really big in movie making, just as Oklahoma has. You don't realize how many things are being filmed in and around here. There were a oh, lot. Yeah. Scott Kahn had been here to do stuff. Danny Boy was telling us. Angelina Jolie was here with the with the Outsiders um, musical folks. But now that's not being based or filmed here because it's a musical and they're going to Broadway. But they'll be touring, and I'm sure they'll be coming through Tulsa. Which can you imagine when it actually oh, starts a tour? What what that'll be like? Celebrity attractions here in Tulsa. <clears throat> based in and they're all over. Celebrity Tractions is one of the most important promotions companies in America, and they they generally get a first shot, if not, I mean, the big cities, the Atlantis, the Chicago's, L.A.'s, Miami's, Dallas's, blah, blah, blah. But anytime something's going to start the tour, they always contact Celebrity Tractions as kind of a feeler-outer, if you will. So things come here pretty quick. Mm-hmm. And so who knows what they'll get through here. But there's a lot of stuff happening. But that part of the country as well. Yeah. And a lot of that had to do with... Um, some studios built in Atlanta that specifically mm-hmm. had moved a lot of stuff out of Hula is about to completely reorganize and put everything in Texas. 
Mm-hmm. You know, Elon Musk, who has his moments of, <clears throat> of brilliance and his moments of lunacy, uh, is going to probably make Texas a lot richer really soon yeah. because he's going to move the corporation down there because of the corporate taxes and all. You know, what Shoei Itani did with the Angels and then moving to the Dodgers and then the, what he did with his contract to avoid taxes has <laughs> kind of opened some eyes. <laughs> and not that people didn't realize before, hey, if we move out of California, we can, you know, we can do some things differently and better or, or save that, some yeah. money. Right. And, and look, some companies, you know, there if you drive in and around LAX, everything out there initially right close is certainly has to do with airlines and things like that. But then it's Raytheon and Hughes and mm. things like that. It's defense contractors and missile makers and satellite makers. And I, we, I drove by SpaceX out there, yeah, you know, which SpaceX isn't terribly close to LAX, but I mean, a lot of those things based out there has to do with where you are right by the airport and some of those businesses need to be there. You know, I'm sure the Raytheons and the Hughes and that kind of thing need to be, but the others have realized we don't have to. And so, you know, many of those things come from moving out there. And, and the studio in Atlanta was built by uh, Medea. Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry, thank you. Mm-hmm. Tyler Perry and started producing a lot of things. He did a lot of black-based films and shows to begin with because that's where his interest and his passion was. But they've done a lot of regular things down there or other, if you will, Hollywood mainstream as well. Yeah. And the Medea things became mainstream too. But a lot of those things down there. So that part of the country has really kind of come forward for a lot of these things. So maybe he was down there making something and maybe he has some background. Did you find anything? Yeah, he's from Memphis, Tennessee originally, so that didn't really help. But he did film a movie there a little over a year ago. Uh, he filmed The Minute You Wake Up Dead was the film that he made. And it was in Canton, Mississippi. They did a lot of filming there. Right. So, so, so maybe maybe he kind of, sometimes you see that with actors and you know some celebrities who do certain works mm-hmm. uh, in other parts of the country that they're not usually used to, and they kind of fall in love with it a little bit. Maybe, maybe you know, found a connection there. So Yeah, who knows? He might have fr- friends, family. Ah, Gretchen uh, just texted at mm-hmm. 918-262-5072. Thank you, Gretchen. Uh, that's our Neuropathy Treatment Clinic Oldman text line. It said he's a regular at the games. Now, Ooh. I'm assuming, Gretchen, you mean Ole Miss games, and, I'm, and I didn't know that, but that's yeah. cool. Uh, however, he will learn now not to grab at, uh, at uh, shirt tails. <laughs> if, he were, if he were there all the time, I would think players would know. Yeah, and, like maybe the Ole Miss players are kind of used to it now. Right. but <laughs> Yeah, maybe. But I, I will tell you this, too. Do not be surprised if you were to go ask every Ole Miss player who is that over there, and they might recognize the face and not have any idea who he is. And, you know, you said, mm-hmm. hey, he's, you were great in Shawshank. I would be willing to bet you none of those kids have seen that. <laughs> yeah. I, I got a text from DK, uh, a friend of the show. Yeah, Morgan, King. Morgan, Morgan Freeman lives in his hometown, which I, he thinks is Starkville, Mississippi, which that's where – Mississippi State is. State is. Mm-hmm. Mm. There's a documentary on Netflix where he owns a blues cafe, since that's ah. considered the birthplace of blues. Yeah, right, so. right. Thank you, DK. That's Don Thank King, you, Don. by the way, longtime friend. Appreciate that, my friend. My phone didn't go off. Did he not send that to me? I'm a little jealous about that. <laughs> All right. Uh, at any rate, so that's why he was down there. Uh, but, so we figured that part of See, it out. That's what helps out parts of the show, right, with our text line, is just because he can help us out. We can't know we can't. everything. <laughs> we really we can't. can't do it. <laughs> the, the amount of information in this world that's now accessible, and thank mm-hmm. you, because we also can't always search when we're doing this. That's mm-hmm. why I get here a little after four is I'm busy searching everything else. But I did not figure that one out. So thanks to Gretchen and to DK for helping us with that. Mm-hmm. I, I do wonder. I, I think it'd be really fascinating to take someone of his stature. And I'm sure they know who that is. And they may be familiar with this work. It's going to depend on what that individual likes. Yeah. Know, we're all very different. I was born 50 years old, I think. <laughs> I've always just like stuff that was older. I don't know. I get made fun of a lot at home for that. <laughs> As a matter of fact, last night when uh, I was sitting there, Lindsay had, was busy doing something else, and I had the TV remote, and I was flipping around through some things, and, and she looked over, and she just stopped and looked at me and goes, nothing old, and screamed. <laughs> I said, said, don't worry, dear. And I took the remote over to her and said, you do what you want hey, to do. Make him put on Reba, Lindsay. <laughs> yes. Well, she'll, and I, you know what I told her? All right, I'll come home, and she'll be watching like one of six movies. Mm-hmm. Or things, right? And it'll be <clears throat> Lean on Me, Morgan Freeman, mm-hmm. right? Uh, which is good, but now yeah. that I've seen it 650,000 times, <laughs> or Steel Magnolias, and I can't stand Ooh. it. Yeah, cannot stand it. Um, <laughs> she, it'll be, uh, let's see, The the Blind Side. Mm, and again, yeah. I like the movie. I'm done with it. <laughs> but that's okay. If she wants to watch it, it's going to mm-hmm. stay on. Uh, and she'll watch, um, let's see, uh, not that one. It's the other one. Mm, Sweet Home Alabama. 
which right. is, you know, you know that's uh, – Lovey dovey. Josh, what's his name? Whose name I can never remember, forget. He played. He played in Glory Road. He he played Don Haskins in Glory Road. He's the voice of Home Depot. Uh, I just can't remember his last name right now. Josh Lucas. Yeah, there, there you go, Josh Lucas. Who, at one point, not that long ago, like six years ago, was the highest paid black voice actor and actor in Hollywood. Which mm-hmm. you, you look around and go, wow, you haven't had that many. But he was really. And Reese Witherspoon was in that one. It was yeah. Hope Floats this weekend, which is um, Harry Connick Jr., who I think is a really good actor, and Sandra Bullock. So she'll be watching things like that. And there's a couple others I rotation throw in there, <laughs> yeah. And and you know, I'd say I'd tell her, do you know how old those are? <laughs> <laughs> and they're continuing to get old. Yeah. Well, you know that makes you right now. She comprehension's not a, a strength right now. So mm. like, to her, those aren't old. Yeah, right. You know, but if I put on something that's a little older than that, and, and I just, you know how old Reba is? I mean, the, movie, the, the <laughs> yeah, show Reba yeah. is? But yeah, she watches it when she oh, comes home. Don't remind me. At any rate, I'd wonder if you put Morgan Freeman on the court in front of the average college basketball team today and ask them what movie was he in. I wonder how many they could name. Mm. Don't know. No clue. Yeah. going to depend on the person. You, I mean, you mentioned Shawshank, which I think is brilliant. It mm. flopped at the box office. It was it didn't do well at all. Mm. And remember, I had this. I saw him. It's a clip I saw last week. I don't know when he had it. It was with Graham Norton, and and he was saying it did really poorly because nobody could figure out how to say the name. You know, <laughs> but, well, but as soon as we leave something, I mean, that's I, good. Maybe you're not that way, um, and and maybe if you're listening, maybe you aren't. But many are. And that you'll go, yeah, I saw this movie. It was, uh, oh, uh, and then yeah. you're like, and he said, you know, with the Shawshank, they'd say something like the, the Shim Sham something or that kind of thing, and they couldn't figure <laughs> out what it was. But you just wonder, you know, and he's made so many, so many, too. So how many would you go remember? So if I ask you right now, Morgan Freeman, what movies? You mentioned Shawshank. What else? Honestly, the two others that came to mind were uh, Bruce Almighty. Yes. I think he was an Evan. I think he's an Evan Almighty too, um, playing God, and then mm-hmm. uh, Bucket List. I don't remember him in Evan Almighty, but maybe he was. Okay, yeah, that, that, I that's the thing. Had, I don't remember. No, you're right. He had. Yeah. Oh God. Yes. 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 He was. Okay. Of course, he was. That was stupid, Rick. Uh, <laughs> yes, Bucket List. He and Jack Nicholson mm-hmm. were good yeah, like in Bucket List. Yeah. Um, was it uh, Seven with him and Brad Pitt, or was that another uh, one with him and Brad Pitt? No. The, uh, yeah, that was it, right? I can't What's remember in the box, if it was that or, thing. Yeah. I mean, anyway, he's been in so many. Yeah, he was in Seven with Brad Pitt. He was the vice president in the uh, White House Down type movies, and then he was the president in one of those. Mm-hmm. Olympus Has Fallen. Yeah, those. right. Right. Of all those, so you could kind of go through. But I wonder how many they could name because today's players, as we said before, one guy said to a college coach, "I thought Michael Jordan just made shoes." Honest to goodness. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Did not know. Believe me, and I'm Ooh. not making fun. It's their world, the whatever that's world true. they live in. That's who they Can't are. It. Absolutely. It's just it's just the way it is. 636 here on the Blitz 1170. He's Bryce Hulse. I'm Rick Corey. Thanks to Gretchen and Don both for helping us out with that those Morgan Freeman things. That's, uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, all right, so when we come back, I want to play a clip of Gus Johnson from the weekend. And I'm not doing this to bust on Gus because it happens. Even the goats do it too. Yeah, it happens. And you and Gus can get irritating, but I also think he's fun. I love his passion for games. Yeah. That's the most important thing to me. I know broadcasters who go out like, who will say, and this is pretty common, yeah, I have to do this this weekend. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I get to do this this weekend. Yeah. You know, someone said, well, you, you have to drive your daughter to and from Oklahoma City for seven weeks. No, no, I get to. Mm-hmm. Honest to goodness, that's the way I look at it. Um, and that's kind of the way I look at this job, too. And I know, I'm, I'm sure Gus does, too. I've never met Gus. Well, I've been past, we've passed each other in press boxes before. Ooh. But I've never stopped him and met, you know, and introduced myself or met him or any of those kinds of things. But he had a bit of a gaffe this weekend. And when I went to find it today, I saw it over the weekend. And when I went to find it today to record it, because I make notes and send these notes to myself, it was gone. And I understand why. I'm sure the network's trying to get rid of it almost mm. everywhere. But I want to play that. I have beeped it for you. <laughs> uh, and then if you want to react, get some reaction. But I want to react just because I'm on Gus's side here. We'll do that. Plus, there's going to be the State in Sports History coming up with Bryce in about oh, 13 to 15 minutes, depending on when I get to it. <laughs> Garrett uh-huh. Meek from Sellout Crowd at 730 this morning. We have a, a question by text we'll get to here in a moment as well at 918 This is the Blitz 1170. It's a Monday drive to work. Let's have some fun. What do you think?
You can take the Blitz with you everywhere you go. Get in the game everywhere with the Blitz 1170 app. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. The Tulsa Golden Hurricane will host North Texas on Wednesday night. You can listen to that one over on Big Country 99.5 starting at 6.30 with the pregame and 7 o'clock tip-off. Tulsa's coming off a 102-70 blowout loss at 20th-ranked FAU. P.J. Haggerty led the team with 25, and Kobe Williams added 16. The Oklahoma City Thunder eventually took care of the Raptors after two overtimes, 135-127 last night. The Thunder overcame a 23-point deficit. Josh Giddy scored 24 points, SGA had 23, and Chet and Lou Dort each had 22. Oklahoma City will be at Utah tomorrow night. And the Washington Commanders have filled their offensive coordinator vacancy as they'll be hiring former Arizona Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury. Kingsbury had just backed out of a possible deal to have the same position with the Las Vegas Raiders. That's the Wonder World of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holson, the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? Call us up at 918-879-1170. We want to hear from you. It's just what's eleven seventy. We do like hearing from you, and, and you know we've actually heard from folks by text this morning nine one eight two six two five zero seven two. And thank you to those uh, Gretchen and DK already have been sent us text, and you do us the same at nine one eight two six two five zero seven two. As a matter of fact, coming up in not sports in a few minutes, we'll have some notes about Carl Weathers. You know he passed away over the weekend, and I don't know about you, but I saw a bunch of social media not only because he played for the Raiders. You know, Carl yeah. actually played in the NFL, but then, you know, Rocky, obviously, and, and I think one of his kind of underappreciated, if you like this kind of thing, was Action Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's if you haven't seen it, matter of fact, I saw one article that said the best movie you'll never see, you <laughs> know, and, and it, it was kind of, they tried to make him a, an action star. And of course, he was in Predator, <clears throat> pardon me, and I yeah. saw stuff, uh, yeah, I know, still got this thing in my throat. <clears> throat> And uh, other, you know, all the, well, most of the Rockies until they killed him off. <laughs> uh, and that, mm. and you know, that kind of stuff. So he kind of became an action star. But we'll get more about him. And so Gretchen asked by text, what are your five or six go-to movies? Ooh, that's a good one to think about. Yeah, it is. And I think they're different for everybody, but I'm yeah. interested. You know, we're all different people, so you never mm. know what pops up. And that's one of the things that makes it interesting. <laughs> all right, before we do all that, and we'll do that with Not Sports after this yeah. day in sports history, which is coming up in just a few minutes, brought to you by Triad Eye Institute. So this weekend, <clears throat> Gus Johnson was doing a basketball game, broadcasting a basketball game. And it was Iowa-Maryland. This was a women's game. Iowa-Maryland. And there was a series of kind of exciting movements, and Gus had a slip-up. And I'm going to play it for you right here. You have to listen close and kind of quick, but here we go. And here comes Sellers. Nice look inside, great position. No call on the play as Rihanna Alexander had her shot blocked. Her shot blocked, excuse me. Yeah, I think you know what that was. I I beeped it, but I think you got what it was. What he was saying <clears throat> had her. <clears throat> Sounds like shot. What, you, what do you say when you're on the court, right? <laughs> had yes, had one. It's it's shot. Change one letter. Now I don't know if that's just Gus's natural vernacular when he's not on the air. As I said, mm-hmm. I've only passed him in press boxes, so I've heard him talking to people. Never heard him say anything like that. But you know, as you said. That's a fairly common term. However, it's still one of the seven words you can't say. Yeah. He quickly apologized. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, changed it, and then uh, he did apologize Excuse later, me. right? Yeah. And, and the network, I don't know what the network feels. I don't know what the network's going to do. I hope, personally, it's n- it's nothing. Yeah. In situations like this, many times they believe they must take some kind of action, which is unfortunate. But in the world we live in today, which is a lot more forgiving and a lot more, um, I say that, <clears throat> a lot more, um, there's a lot more available, <laughs> a lot yeah. more you can say here and do than you ever could before. So I, I hope it's more like, hey, you know, that's a slip by Gus, didn't mean to, blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. I hope it doesn't go any further. Maybe just tell Gus, just like, hey, if you don't mind, just doing, <laughs> well, just, just, just like doing some sort of formality, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, what I always love about this is I completely understand oh, yeah. us not using those words and everything. But at the same time, it's like, how many people 
are really at home going, I just can't believe it. You know, like I am outraged, you know, so it's like I I get it, but nobody's really doing that. So, yeah, let's just kind of, hey, sorry about that. Won't happen Mm -hmm. again and move on with our lives. Just exactly. Let's do that. I don't think anything else will happen. if, If this were 20 years ago. It yeah. might be a very different story. Sure. Uh, but I don't think that much is going to happen about it, and I don't think much should. Uh, because, yeah, you you know, and to your point there, I do believe there'll be some people completely outraged mm. because that's just – there are some. <clears throat> and it's, a, if, it's a sport for some people, I yeah. think. Yes, yes. And and there will be people who, who are, and I'm sure there will be a few calls, but it won't be anything like it was right. many years ago. I, me, as a broadcaster, I had to laugh. Because yeah. if you <laughs> haven't had that moment on the air – Doing this as long as I have, you know, you got to have that moment on the air, and I've had mine too. <laughs> then you haven't been doing it long enough, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, more than likely. I, I, I'll tell this story before we take a break. It's funny. <laughs> My wife said the other day. Actually, it was yesterday. We were um, we had gone out to get some lunch, uh, and we're not taking Lindsay in restaurants right now. It's really hard, so we'll just take her with us, and we'll we'll go get something, and we'll bring it home, just get her out a little bit. And we are listening to something, and she said, uh, Christine said, "What are what's going what's going to be like when people who have your kind of experience?" And she was talking about me, you know. And it's not that I'm really good at it. That's not what she's saying. It's just been here a long time. It's forty plus years of doing this, and the people you meet and that kind of thing. Uh, because one of the, over the weekend, somebody had asked us, one of my dive students had come by to pick up a shirt of ours that they had bought. And uh, we were standing in the garage and she said, she asked me, and I can't remember why, because she said, um, she saw our, the dive set up and she said, so you, is, you don't do, do you do something besides this? And I said, yes, I'm in radio and I've done television before and that kind of thing. She said, oh, oh um, she goes, well, that's cool. She goes, well, how long have you been doing it? And I said it and she goes, well, who's the most famous person you've ever met? And I, I smiled and I said, I think probably you'd say Muhammad Ali. Mm. And she goes, oh, God, yeah. And I said, what about you? And she said, Robin Williams. Ooh. When she was young, she lived in California and her father had some kind of business dealings with him. And she was about six years old, she said. Mm. And then and they'd gone to his house for something. Oh, wow. <laughs> and she didn't recognize him. Yeah. But and when her dad said, that's the genie in Aladdin. Mm. she lit up and she said, oh, and she ran over toward him and he gave her a big hug and all this kind mm. of stuff. And you know, Christine said, you know, when, when you've been around, you're talking about people who've just been around a long time, so long enough to experience those things. I was just very fortunate yeah. in, in what I did there. And, and she's right. There are those of us who will just eventually not be doing this anymore. And yeah, there'll be people behind us, but I, I just don't know that careers will have the kind of length Guys like me and others like me have had, not just me. I'm not just talking about me. Mm-hmm. There are others who have done this for a long time. There's a guy up in Michigan I know, Bill, who used to work in this market and our boss used to actually work with, who's oh. doing it almost this long. And Jeremy's now been 20-plus years, Yeah, which you know this, this business will grind you up. <laughs> mm-hmm. And a lot of people get in it and get out of it pretty quickly, yeah. whether it's TV or radio. And so I, I said, I don't know. I, I do know this. If you're around long enough, you're going to hear these stories. And I said, I do tell them still on the air, and I hope the base of knowledge or just the things that have happened actually are entertaining. But this one, one of my former workmates, and actually I think I probably worked with him easily 30-plus years, was on the air one morning. He was filling in for another guy, <clears throat> and I was doing sports, and he was filling in. And uh, we had a producer in the other room, just like you are. And uh, so there, you just imagine that I'm in here and then somebody else is in here. And he was doing a quote-unquote, we're together, but he was doing a quote-unquote sports segment. And he knows nothing about it. I mean, nothing about it. It'd be fun. And, right. And he was trying to say, it was during the World Series, and he was trying to say Candy Maldonado. And he said, Candy Maldonado. And our other guy in the other room, Joe, he said on the air, he goes, do you happen to say how, have any idea how to say that name? And he, he looked up, and he was surprised, and he said, I thought I did. And he said, that's, that's not his name. And he goes, you don't know? And the guy said, well, how do I? <clears throat> no. <laughs> it started with F, <laughs> and it ended with G. <laughs> now, this was like 525 in the morning. Right. And, <laughs> and, and Joe fell under the counter. I couldn't even see him laughing, and I was mortified. 
I just, my eyes got real big and I just leaned back from the microphone and then I started to laugh. And the guy doing it just kept going. Like he <laughs> had, like, yeah, well, I don't, like he didn't know. Mm. And he just kept going and kept going and kept it, going. It's like Ron Burgundy mm. on Anchorman. Very much like that, right. Just... Which we watched Friday night because Lindsay <laughs> chose it. I, I was really happy. Yeah, there we go. Ron, uh, I have to fire you. Exactly. I got to fire you, Ron. <laughs> I'm going to fire right, you, too. Then. Yeah. <laughs> I, could, I could just say that movie for two hours, like just quote it. Anyways. Ah, uh, yourself, San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, or San Diego. San Diego, yeah. San Diego, which means a whale's... No, I'm not yeah. going to say that. Anyway. <laughs> and by the way, Christine Applegate in that one. Oh, wow. fantastic. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. A hair of spun gold. And so so he goes on, and and we take take a break, and we can hear each other on the intercom like you and I can. And Joe gets in the intercom and said, do you know what you just did? And he said, yes. I said, on the radio. And both of us again just fell out. I just we could not laugh enough, and and fortunately, no one heard. Yeah, well, I'm sure people heard because thousands and thousands and thousands of people mm -hmm. listen to that station. No one, no one called. No one complained. Right. No one sent something to the general manager because they would have fired him in that day and age. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad they didn't. He's a matter of fact still works there. As a matter of fact, he's at work right now. When, when was this again? Like what, around what time? It's got to be 25 years ago. Yeah. Easily. Uh, yeah, the heat had been gone had anybody said anything about it. And something a little similar happened to me is that I was on the air with my old partner, Dan Rowe, broadcasting a basketball game in Peoria, Illinois, Tulsa and Bradley. And mm -hmm. the station I used to work at had, there were three of us in sports at the time, Dan Rowe, myself, and another guy named Dave Armstrong, who went and became the Rockies play-by-play -play guy for a long time. Worked with George Frazier, as a matter of yeah. fact. Yeah. And Dave, um, Dave, there were three of us in sports, which tells you how long ago it was because radio, and there were three guys in sports. <laughs> and uh, they, the station had decided they were making big changes. They were going to lose two of the sports guys, and I was the one who was going to survive. The other two were going to be gone, which turns out they were stupid because one of them went on to do the Minnesota Vikings and one of them went on to do the Rockies, and then there's me. <laughs> <laughs> but they chose me. I think that had to do with length of service, which wasn't long, and the amount of money they were paying me, which wasn't much. Mm -hmm. So uh, I was on the air with, with the, the other guy, and we were there, and we were lamenting during a commercial about our fates and what we were doing and that kind of stuff, and Dan was very down, as you can imagine, and... Yeah. <laughs> we both used to work with a guy across town who was, uh, he was known to not be the nicest human. Now, if you knew him personally, you would know that underneath he really was, yeah. but he never wanted anybody to know it. And on the air, he was really caustic a lot of times. And that's really one of the reasons he was popular. He was who he was. And I'm friends with him now and that kind of thing. But at the time, there was, there was, you know, it was hard sometimes to work with him and, the old setup that we had, I couldn't hear like you. Like now, if you're producing a TU game, you can we can hear you and you can hear us, right? Right. You couldn't back then. Mm. Our line was a one-way one line from wherever we were to wherever we were broadcasting to. In that case, it was Peoria to Tulsa. The only way we could talk to the station was when you broadcast a game, you ordered two lines. One line to broadcast on and a second. We carried a telephone with us, a regular telephone. Oh, wow. And that telephone, you would call that number, but you never left it off long because back then long distance was really expensive. <laughs> so yeah. you would have to call that number every time we took a break so they could help you Gosh. time. You could set a timer so you knew you had 60 seconds or two minutes or whatever, yeah. but you had to set a time, but you had to call that number to be able to hear them say go. Otherwise, all you had was your 60-second or two-minute timer, and if something at the station happened yeah. and it was a little longer, a little shorter, you were either early or late. That sounds crazy compared it, to now. <laughs> it was not easy. And the stuff we had to carry, which was half this room, literally, as opposed to now, when we go out with just a, the, the unit we carry, like our access unit, was it was. It was nuts. So we're in the air, and we take this break, and Dan, the phone's sitting there, and Dan was a little depressed, and he didn't call, and we were talking. And he said, I said, well, you know, at least you get an opportunity to do something else. I have to go back and work with that <laughs> for how many more years? And <laughs> we were on the air. <laughs> yeah. Our producer, who was the boss at the time, had gone down the hall <clears throat> to do something 
because it wasn't his normal gig. Yeah. He was filling in for somebody and just Left it was gone. We didn't know. We never knew. We couldn't get a hold of Dan finally realized, called the station, couldn't get a hold of anybody, so we just used the timer. We started and went on. So we come back. No one says a word. No one says anything. Yeah. Monday, I get a call from somebody that says, uh, a, somebody who worked at the Tulsa World. There used to be a TV radio column here. And they said, hey, did you say on the radio this weekend? And I said, no. Yeah, and, you don't even think about it. No, you know? I could no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I thought we were off there. Right. And he, and he said, "Well, I didn't hear it. Someone told me you did." And I said, "No, I I didn't." And I wasn't lying. I, you know, because yeah, he generally didn't think so. <laughs> right. And then, so I not I, I, I didn't I didn't. And then about 2 days later, my boss comes in and goes, "Hey, I guess I, I got to tell you something." And I said, "What?" And he explained the situation to me and my eyes got the size of dinner plates. Because I was sure right then my career was over, mm. back to the warehouse. Yeah. Which is what I, I was working at a warehouse before I came in and got into radio by accident. Right. Uh, and, I was, and I thought, that's what I thought. And he said, look, I haven't gotten a call. No one said anything. It was my fault, not yours. But if anybody says anything, we have to deal with it. I said, okay. Mm. And he apologized. <clears throat> and then we told Dan, who thought it was funny. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I love that, that's, that's the key in all these different stories. That, like, it always ends with a laugh for somebody. Well, it did for him. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. And, and eventually, it, it got, you know, no one had said anything. And then about a week later, the guy I worked with, and I worked with him every morning, uh, I walked in and he goes, I understand you said something about me on the radio. <laughs> so somebody had heard, somebody heard it and said to him, and I said, not that I know of. And and he he's and he said the and I said, yeah, here's what happened. And uh, we fleshed it out, and it became yeah. fine. I said we're friends, but it can't happen. You work long enough, what happened to Gus can happen. Yeah. All this to say, I I really hope that it's nothing more than just hey, Gus, don't do that again, which he didn't mean to do in the first place. Sure. It's just kind of slipped in there. 659 on the Blitz 1170. I apologize for the long story, but it was kind of funny. funny. All right. He is Bryce Hulse. I am Rick Corey. When we come back, it'll be time for this day in sports history. I want to remind you that the Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line is always open at 918-262-5072. Please hit that anytime you want. I also want to remind you that when you go to any Oilers game, we'll do a what we call a Blitz upgrade during that game. We'll call your name. No curse words. We'll just call – actually, we'll call seat numbers. And we're going to bring people from – those cheap seats, those, uh, you know, less expensive, let's say, seats. We're going to take them right down by the ice. That's really cool. We do what we call the Blitz Upgrade right here from the Blitz 1170 and the Tulsa Oilers. The Oklahoma State Cowboys call the Blitz 1170 home. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. Those Oklahoma State Cowboys will be in Houston to take on the fourth-ranked Cougars tomorrow night. You can listen to that here on The Blitz. The Pokes are coming off a 75-72 victory over Kansas State. It's their second conference win in three games after initially starting 0-6. Javon Small had 18 points, and freshman Jamiron Keller had 12 off the bench. The 23rd-ranked Oklahoma Sooners will be hosting 22nd-ranked BYU tomorrow night at the LNC. The Sooners came up short on Saturday in Orlando against UCF, 74-63. The Sooners shot 37% from the field. Latre Darthur led the team with 14. And the Tulsa Golden Hurricane will host North Texas Wednesday night. You can listen to that one on Big Country. Tulsa coming off a 102-70 blowout loss at 20th-ranked FAU. P.J. Haggerty led the team with 25 points. Kobe Williams added 16. That's the win of World of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holson, the Blitz 1170, and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app.